welcome back. We're here with the one and only Jeff. Whoa. Yeah, he is a he's a master of connected enterprise. He knows everything. Everything. Whoa. Don't let him tell you any differently. He knows it all. He's a master of his Every emotions too. What do you want? You this. want something? <laughs> <laughs> and we also got Brandon Bernier here. He uh, he knows almost everything, but he's still learning. He's still learning. Me and I know nothing. So this is the mix we got here for this podcast, and we're talking connected enterprise, security, and more. So how about we like kind of sum up what we did the whole last 18 minutes? So obviously you you scared enough people. People must care at this point after the 18 minutes. Like everyone wants to do like get secure in their plant, have to, right? So what's the next steps for them? Well, you know those assessments that we talked about. I mean, uh, conversations with plant leadership and company leadership just to make them aware of, of the potential risks that they have. And then um, to offer up assessments to, to go out and find out, you know, how secure their plant is or, you know, what, what is going on in their plant to report, report back. I mean, it, it, that, that's not a big expense, at least figuring out, you know, where, what are my risks and then, you know, start from there. Anything to add, Brandon? Yeah, I think it's really just being intentional about first becoming aware of, of where those risks are at, right? And then understand that we here at, at CED um, can help you on that journey. And it's, and it's a journey, not just like uh, you order a risk assessment and, or a security assessment and your problems are instantly going to be aware and then we could solve them like overnight. No, right? And uh, the expectation is not to... Um, that you have to solve your problems overnight. We, we want to help, you know, reduce, mitigate, whatever word you want to throw in there. Uh, we can help you with that. So be, be becoming aware of that assessment um, and bringing awareness to where your, where your deficiencies are and then knowing that we have, you know, trusted standards and procedures to, to back it up. It's not just Jeff's plan. Um, it's... It's a plan that's established and tried and true. Right, right. Because, you know, the company, Cisco, Rockwell, um, any of the large security uh, companies in the world have options here. So mm -hmm. um, let's start with making awareness happen. <clears throat> Find out what your risks are and, and uh, you know, make steps. You know, let's... And, and maybe that, that initial assessment turns into... Um, you know, that audit that happens annually internally by you guys, mm -hmm. because, you know, an audit basically is uh, just go out and and make sure that the things that I told you are supposed to be happening are happening, you know, as far as an internal audit. So this assessment is a way to gather that information uh, to put on an audit. So. so, yeah, there's a there's a lot that goes into this. I mean, that's why we're doing a whole podcast series on all this stuff. Right. And so part of the process is not just us training our customers. Right. It's getting our people educated on what the heck is going on with, you know, the infrastructure of connected enterprise and everything too. So obviously we have a long ways to go. It's always changing, right? In the world of ethernet and connected enterprise and all that stuff. So, uh, I know Jeff, the, the person who knows it all created no. assessments. You guys got to quit saying that. <laughs> we put expectations way too high for you or what? Yes. Yes. Ah. <laughs> See the emotion showing now. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was his angry voice right yeah. there. <laughs> it sounds the same. That's why it's really tough. Quit it, Justin. <laughs> Even when he's angry, I laugh. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Uh, 
<clears throat> so yeah, we were even trying to train, train our employees as well and kind of get them knowledgeable of what's going on because that's a big deal, right? Uh, to have everyone in our facility know what's going on is the same reason that you need to have everyone in your facility know what's going on, correct? There you go. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. You're the smart guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I'm blushing here. I'm going really red. I don't know anything. But uh, it is true. Um, I know Jeff created this assessment, and it would be kind of cool to go over it and kind of what we're, what we're kind of assessing our employees on. And, and uh, I guess basically there's 10 sort of questions that – you know, that they need to know about. But also bringing to light that these are 10 examples of how we can help you, the the client as well, right? So True. it's not so much just an internal training for our team, but it's bringing awareness that we're, we're more than the, the guy that can sell you pipe and wire and Rockwell controllers. Right, awareness and, and that level of knowledge. I mean, if our account managers can go in and talk at a, um, at, at a level both technical and and higher level when it comes to all the components of connected enterprise, whether that's cabling, you know, from copper to fiber optics to switches to routers, um, you know, getting into security, right? And um, also analytic software. Uh, that's that's more credibility that, that they have with the customer. And we want that customer to know that our, you know, account managers are, are getting to that point, right? I mean, some of them are there and some of them need a little more, uh, a little more training as we all do. Um, so, you know, this is just a, you know, a 10 question shoot from the hip type thing. Uh, where are you guys at? And this is just an idea of where, if we could answer uh, most of these, um, how you can, pr you know, present yourself out with a customer, right? That, hey, I, I do get this and I can help you. Mr. Right. Customer, right? Where are we at? Let's go. So All first right, one, cust uh, <clears throat> a, uh, you're going to ask, you want, you want me to, I tell you what, I'll ask questions and then you answer. Yeah, I have to Brandon, answer. Jeff, ask the questions here. But All I right. want you know, to make sure, well, I want to make sure Justin. Yeah, he is demanding over yeah. here. I like it. I want to make sure Justin gets his opportunity to answer too. <laughs> All right, because, quiz me. Because Justin's going, he goes, I don't get this stuff. I'm going, you know what? It's, you're, where you're at, Justin, is going to be good. You know, your answers to this. Because there's probably some account managers out there that are going, oh, I didn't know that one either. I'm glad Justin spoke of that at his level because now I can understand it better. You glad you're it? using me as a low bar. I appreciate that. <laughs> all Every, right. Everyone does, though, so I'm used to it. Uh, you're, all right, here we go. Fire away. Okay, so if a customer wants to test his Ethernet cable or fiber optic cable, what are his options? Now, before we... Hang on, hang on. I, I, want, I want to jump here. Good, Make more sure... Time <laughs> okay, on my answer sheet here, my first... Okay, remember, this quiz is not about getting the detailed technical answers. Okay, I'm not looking for that. This th That's why the TRC guys exist, right? If you Solutions need, Consultant Network. Yeah, Solutions Consultant... Oh, right, sorry. Solutions Consultant Network. That's why we exist. So we can help get those 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 technical answers, but we want the account managers to be able to have a, a good understanding at a high level for the, some of this stuff. Okay, so know that going okay. into this, Justin, all right? Got it. So, customer wants to test his Ethernet cable, his fiber optic cable. What are his options? Maybe the account manager and the customer asks you this question. Not to, not to <clears throat> poke holes in this, but isn't Ethernet cable the same as a fiber optic cable? So, you, it'd be better to say they want to test his copper or fiber optic cable what are his options right that that is excellent i mean we could get into when i was when i was putting these together it's like how 
detail do I even get with these questions? So I tried yeah. to keep it in a way that maybe a customer is going to ask our guys, right? Yeah. So that that engineer, that facilities manager, you know, he's going to say, oh, this Ethernet cable. I mean, is he... Hmm. I don't want to... Don't want to but an Ethernet cable anything. can be copper or fiber. Yeah, right? it can. So, so it's, that, it's that more that generic. It may yeah. be what our customers use as terminology versus... Hey, that copper Cat Six A cable, <clears throat> you know, uh, shielded. Uh, so I don't know. That's so. Know that you know I didn't get specific. Well, so. this is embarrassing because I was going to ask the exact same question that Brandon <laughs> did. You know, because <laughs> I don't even know the difference. Honestly, I didn't even know you could even test. I thought you could just plug in it, and if it works, fantastic. So I mean, I didn't know you could even do anything even before. Oh, see, this is perfect. Yes, you can. So there's there's meters that CED provides can sell to customers to test both, uh, you know, copper cable and fiber optic cable. Hey, I'm supposed to answer these. Oh, gosh. You, gosh, gosh. Like, no. Don't worry. There's, still, not, still there's nine thunder. more. All right. Don't I, worry. Well, I gave it away. I gave <laughs> right. it away. Don't sorry. Get, go ahead. No, sorry. <laughs> Dig in. No. Okay. You get the next one then. Okay. Thank All you. Right. All right. So um, basically your answer is going to be, um, yeah, there's, there's certification testers, I mean, that are, you know, pretty high end that are used to make sure that an installation is going to last 15, 20 years, those guaranteed installations. And there's testers that just verify that the connectivity is there. Um, you know, uh, as far as the manufacturer, I mean, Softing and, and Owl are a couple of, of uh, vendors that, that encompass partners from Rockwell that provide good equipment to do these, these testing. So know that there's meters. I love that. I love that back justin it's like i didn't know you had to you could even test this stuff what? i mean i mean what's the point of testing can't you just like just get well, a new cord i think what if he's going work? with is because the majority of the people aren't just buying a pre-terminated cable they're likely going to buy a, a bulk ah. set of fiber or copper and then they terminate their own ends and ah. that's this would be the reason to to test because ah. to verify that your ends that you've terminated are done correctly that's good stuff because i mean i take that stuff for granted right yeah. i mean i yeah, you buy that bulk cable. So why the guy can they buy a new cable? Because I got 300 feet of cable stuck in the walls mm. and the ceiling. It's like, I don't want to pull that out. And, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff, Jeff. Yes. So, okay, number two. <clears throat> if you, okay, you, the account manager, ask a customer how they measure their OEE on a machine and they don't have a real solid answer or not sure what you're talking about, you know, what options would you give them to get started? Well, first off, I would ask them, do they know what OE stands for? I was just going to ask that. There's so many acronyms in this industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there so, is. Overall equipment effectiveness, right? Yes. And I think that's right anyway. Yeah, it is. Um, and how do, they, how do they measure that, right? So there's a long drawn-out equation, right, that we could get into from a technical details perspective. But at the end of the day, to Jeff's point, this is not a, a quiz trying to detail technical answers. It's what what we have that can help with that, right? And, you know, so one software package that comes to mind is uh, Factory Talk uh, Metrics. metrics. Mm -hmm. But then we also have some some new software packages coming out in the, the near future uh, that can also help with that, that also might be a little bit easier to implement um, as well. But the short answer is Factory Talk Metrics and uh, future Factory Talk suite of products coming out. Yeah, hopefully, you know, when, when you talk about OEE, um, let's say that this was a machine that a, that an OEM, there's another acronym for you. I mean, you can just really say OE and then any letter, and I'm sure it stands for something in this industry. <laughs> you make anything up. So it's OET. 
<laughs> OET? Yeah. I don't know. What do you got? I don't know. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, so this OEM brings in this machine, you know, to the factory floor and says our OEE on this is, you know, 100 widgets a, a minute, right? Um, so how does, how do they measure that? Hey, Mr. Customer, uh, hey, OEM, how do I, how do I make sure that this machine is always getting 100 widgets a minute? Well, that's that's the the software that we can provide. That's why that's why we're asking those questions, right? Hey, Mr. Customer, are you getting the OEE that your your builder said that you were going to get out of this machine? Let us help you figure that out, right? Yeah, and probably help them figure out what to do with the data too. I get a lot of data too, especially oh, yeah. on the marketing side of things. And I mean, the key is like, so what do you do after that? What's the important data points that you're looking for, right? Yeah. So you're not getting data overload. And yeah. I think that's what our pieces of software can help with, right? So you don't, yeah, you can get all the information that you want from any of our pieces of hardware that's already collecting that. Uh, but making intentional decisions on critical pieces of data is what's most important, and that software can help with that. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> Number three, if a customer got dinged, technical word there, dinged, on an internal network security audit where the audit found authentication access issues with the manufacturing network and automation equipment, what would be your response? So the only, the only time I hear ding down an audit, it's usually like money related. That is not the case here. Well, potentially. I know, especially right. with tax season right now. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to get dinged, dinged on my taxes. Um, yeah, no clue. Um, well, first you got to figure out what dinged is on a network security audit. Is that like a, so th there must have been like some sort of like, I don't know. I don't know. Something's messed up on the, the, the network. Um, well, it's a security yes. audit, right? See how generic that answer was? So I knew I had to be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we talk about security audit, right? And remember, an audit is um, they, the, the auditors had a list of things that they were told to go check. Go check this switch. Go check this controller for password. Go, you know, all that stuff. And they're, so they're just systematically going through it. And they found issues, right, on, the fa on this particular factory floor. So the, the customer has this audit, and they're going, hey, CED, what, what do I do with this? Well, um, let's, let's understand what their problem is a little bit more. I'm going to go back. One of the options is actually an assessment, right? Mm -hmm. Let's do an assessment that maybe talks a little more English, that gives us a little more uh, comprehensive view about, you know, what the security um, status is on your shop floor. And then we can take the audit information and, and deal with it. Remember in the last security segment, we talked about that where they found um, open ports on a, on a switch, right? So, hey, CED, what can I do with this? Well, we have options. One of them starts with training. Another one, there's, there's you know, simply putting plastic plugs in some ports. Who I mean, sells that stuff? Panduit. Oh, yeah, that's right. And us. And CED <laughs> slash CED, right? Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's the answer. Hey, well, you know, if this doesn't make any sense to you, maybe an audit or not an audit, but if your audit doesn't make sense, assessment may help make more sense to this. But if you have specific things on here, let's go through them one at a time. Is that them doing the audit or us doing an audit? Um, they're, they did the audit. So for example, the, uh, ding, does that mean he's the winner or what? <laughs> I got, I got some ding going you got, on my, I just, you, you just I got literally ding. got a ding. You got ding. Ding down my computer. So it's, it's just a matter of, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Customer, let us help you out, right? That our account managers know what can happen in an internal security audit. 
right? And uh, let's let's help us let's help assess this. Let's help mitigate some of these issues. So that's it's that understanding that the account manager knows what happened, you know, knows the terminology of what this all means and and how to how to help and mitigate it's, the customer. They need to know how to take the next step. I guess. Yeah. You right. Know what I'm saying. Cool. All right. Four. <clears throat> For customers complaining about a machine that's always giving them maintenance issues, causing downtime and lost dollars, what would be your response to start helping them? Hmm. Let's say this machine is 20 years old. Let's say this machine doesn't... Get a new machine. Get a new machine. <laughs> well, there... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. That can be pretty expensive, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's certainly an option. Yeah, right? I mean... But well, we talked about this earlier, right? You can put... Uh, Something to monitor the, the machine, right? Right, right. Oh, my gosh. I got one, right? Yeah. Well, do they even know why it's going down, right? It's going down, but do they know why? Right. So, to your point. I got I got operators that, monitor, that maybe adjust knobs and, you know, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm adjusting the hydraulic pressure on this just because something isn't working right. And these things aren't even being recorded. So the maintenance guys don't even know this is happening until all of a sudden, poof, you know, I, I, I had a bunch of hoses blow because my pressure was up too high because an, uh, the operator <laughs> made an adjustment that probably shouldn't have. So hmm. how can I, um, Mr. Customer, guess what? We can put sensors on this machine, even if it's 20 years old, and start, and you know where your pain points are. So let us help put sensors on there bring this data back to a point where we can collect it and then we can show you, you know, oh, look, at, at 12.30 today, the pressure changed on, you know, your hydraulic pressure changed. Hmm, how'd that happen? Well, huh. probably probably an operator made an adjustment out there and then now you know. So you have you have, you have a way to really manage and, and know what's going on in the machine. And you can't manage until you measure, right? Yeah. Right. So really, it's a difference between a, a brand new machine and someone going up to 11, just turning a dial. <laughs> um, it, okay. <laughs> no. You know, chances are these... Do you see that look? He's just like, you are wrong, Justin. No, Let me. you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, we want to... I mean, new machines are great, right? Uh, but in a lot of cases, you know, this machine, that's not in the budget, right? I'm yeah. not going to replace a million-dollar machine today. It's not, not feasible. But I can spend a few thousand dollars on adding sensors and recording this information and being able to manage this. Okay, question five. You got it? Well, I think really, oh, so go back to that one. Let's identify just what, what are some of the solutions that we would have, right? So we oh, have got the sensors, yes, um, to collect data, but to do something with that data, you know, factory talk metrics again. Uh, historian even and then again those future softwares coming in the form of factory talk analytics for m machines or devices um, so keep in mind those are the some of the um, software solutions that we would have to to help uh, collect and make intentional decisions with that data yeah software and appliance mm -hmm. you know a lot of good things coming from Rockwell um, okay I'll ask this one then you answer it how's that one Okay. How's that going? Okay. Okay. Oh, he just already knows I can't answer it. No, like we got to give Brandon a That's shot. <laughs> so if a customer is asking what kind of Ethernet cable they should run between machines and their IT distribution cabinet and the distance is 500 feet, what would you recommend? Um, I'm going to go with fiber. Um, I don't know the, our limitation of copper, but I have a feeling that copper 
isn't recommended at that length. It, it so, is a distance thing, right? You're, so so you're I, right. I, would, I would say something in the form of, of fiber would, right. be, would be the appropriate answer. I was going to say long. Well, <laughs> okay, well, very good. Thank you. Thank At you. least a 500 foot cable, right? So I guess, Jeff, can you elaborate then what would be the, the limitation on copper in terms of distance? Well, generally, um, copper is going to run, you know, your links there are, are set at 100 meters or about 300 feet. Okay. That's usually the, the, the limit with, with a copper cable. Um, fiber, obviously, is the next uh, media that can extend um, thousands of feet, even miles, if you wanted to, um, to deliver that same thing. Now, there is there's other options here where, well, if, if it's only uh, 300 feet, I got a 500-foot distance here, why not go 300 feet and put a cabinet in there and, and, a, and a switch and, you know, I'll, I'll you know, repeat the, the signal and send it again. Well, that's okay. It's more expensive though. Well, it's it? more expensive. And then you also, you're introducing more of a management issue. Okay. That, that seems simple and everything right now, five years from now, th that may become a headache to manage over time where fibers is probably your, your fibers, your better answer. Uh, that other option is okay, but you know that that's got management issues down the road. So, if a customer is ready to get a quote on Ethernet switches for inside their machine and at the at the distribution point in their network, what would you say, Justin? Here's Jeff's number. <laughs> no, that's that's what we want to. That's okay. I mean, but. We want our we want our account managers member to kind of go oh okay, Ethernet switches inside a machine. That's our Stratix line, right? The Rockwell yeah. Stratix line, and machines at a distribution point. So you might be saying, what's a distribution point, right? That's that area in the network. Inside the machine is considered my access area, and that's where the Stratix switches have the sweet spot. The next layer up, where I have to um, maybe I have multiple machines, right? and they all have to talk to each other. So that next layer up where they all connect is called the distribution point. So what's my option there? Well, it could be a Stratix, depending on what's going on, but then it could be Cisco. Mm -hmm. So um, it's that knowing that Stratix is a play possibly in both, and that Cisco is a play possibly in the distribution area, and then, hey, we're, we're a Cisco reseller. Okay, we're a Cisco partner. So that's that. That's really all the knowledge that account manager has to bring in to show that, hey, I get it. I know what you're talking huh. about. And, but, you know, hey, Mr. Customer, I don't know exactly which switch, right? You know, um, let me bring in my solutions consultant network team specialist on that, yeah. right? So, huh. but it's that, it's that knowledge of what do I need in a machine? What's the distribution point? And, hey, Mr. Customer, I do get networking, right? Man. You, Jeff is getting really excited about switches there. <laughs> this is awesome. He actually, is, his voice did raise a bit there. Whoa. There was definitely some it. inflection there. You could feel Heck it. yeah. <laughs> and I'm loving all his hand gestures. If you could only see, he is very I, animated I with, with, with how he talks. Yeah, I almost set up the camera today, but I didn't know how you guys were coming and looking, so yeah, I'm set it up. <laughs> Next time. Okay. You want it? If you ask a customer if you about ask, how they... So that's you, the account manager, asking. you got to make okay, sure. So okay, so... Hey, Mr. Customer, how do you do remote access? Um, how do you handle your government regulation projects, ergo serialization? Um, or, or how do you access um, 
your control techs to control our programs. Um, what, do you, what do you tell them when you ask those leading questions? And they say, I don't know. Huh. I don't even know what that question's even asking. It like, is, it's tough. It's a tough one. So remote, are you talking uh, like mobile or just outside of the plant? Outside um, the plant. Anywhere outside the plant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, or in the plant, but not in front of the machine, right? I'm remote. Okay. So how they're doing that. How do you handle visibility? I would say probably the huh. best thing to. Gosh, I have no clue. I mean, I can't even come up with a clever, witty answer for that. I don't even understand. So <clears throat> is it more of like enterprise sort of customers? Or people no. just, okay. Doesn't matter. Huh. So overall here, it's the connectivity. You know, what do I have to interconnect my whole plant floor? Because what we find is that there's a lot of manufacturing plants out there that have, oh, hey, do you got networking in your plant? Yeah, I do. Over in that machine over there. I got networking over there. And, oh, hey, that machine's got networking too. Really? Do you, do you interconnect, you know, those machines? And, well, I don't have a reason to. Oh, you sure? Because... Maybe there's some government regulation that you need to be aware of that if you were connected, it's going to be a lot easier to implement, right? Huh. Or if you need remote access, if I had my whole plant interconnected, I'm going to be able to handle that more strategically in a, in a standard sort of way instead of, oh, I got to do something different over here and something different over here. Or you don't have to wait for Bob to come <clears throat> in to maintain that equipment. He could quickly remote in from wherever he is at. Right. Okay. And, and the control techs, you know, um, maybe they're, they have their laptop and they're sitting in front of a machine, but they don't have the right program, you know, to work on that. So if you were inter, if your plant floor was interconnected, it's just like, oh, let me get online here. I'll go to this, you know, file server, or this, my, my uh, uh, Rockwell uh, asset center that's got all my information, that's got all my programs, and I can pull all that information and and work on the machine. So it's all about just interconnecting your network. You know, don't, you know, a plant that's connected, you've got networking, right, but is it all interconnected because there's so much value that that uh, that can happen when you have everything interconnected. So what are the industries with most, like, government regulations that you'd almost need to do that? Like food and bev? Or food, bev, yeah. and pharmaceutical? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Anything to do with, you know, health or things that Go inside, <laughs> go inside, go inside a person's body. <laughs> That's usually where the you know <laughs> the more government get out know. of my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if a customer is wanting to know what CED um, Rockwell has that competes with Wonderware, Ignition, you know, basically the competitors to uh, Rockwell's analytics, um, what would you tell them? Uh, we got it, and <laughs> it's the best by far. So, so what's, much better. What's it? The, what's it? the <laughs> so we have a <laughs> what is it? What what is it? We're just we're just drilling you right now, man. <laughs> um, the com uh, you know, there's factory talk view view factory talk C. view SE. Yep, see, yeah, yep. there you go. Thank you. Got it. Gosh. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that right? Oh, yes. see. Yeah. Actually, oh. Well, yeah. that's you know that 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 can be part of the answer, but again, it's that. Um, hey, Mr. Customer, just so you know that that Rockwell does have products that. See, I was um, right. See, we got it. We, we just said it. that. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> um, good products that that are really uh, comprehensive, um, and and soon to be. Um, or is niche. Well, 
Oh yeah, that's right. The, they're they're kind of released the new factory talk analytics for machines and devices. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, um, it's it's that hey, Mr. Customer, I know what I'm talking about. Okay, I know that I have uh, a system or software that can compete with with these guys, and it works really good. Okay. If a customer asks you what the difference is between a Cisco IE switch and the Stratix counterpart, what would you tell them? Ah, oh, oh, man. Um, wait, here's another acronym. What does IE stand for? Yeah, industrial Ethernet. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Um, well, I know there's a Stratix switch that combines or it works with Cisco, right? That was in the last podcast. I think we covered that a little bit, right? Ooh, you remember? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm learning. Um, the Stratic switch. Cisco and Rockwell got together to build the Stratic switches. Yeah. So inside the Stratic switch is a Cisco engine. Okay. Um, how the what makes it industrial is what Rockwell brought to the table. So, what's nice about that is, hey, Mr. Customer, if you're uh, your IT people in your plant, uh, they standardize on Cisco. You know, by putting these Stratic switches in there, they're going to understand what's going on because these are they're Cisco switches in a in a Allen Bradley box, right? That has been industrialized. What does that mean, industrialized? Well, it's it's made for the plant floor. A lot of what, for example, Cisco builds, you're going to see 19 inch rack mount that that may be uh, that have fans for cooling and that type of stuff. It's made for an environment. I'm using my hands again, right? Uh, made for that environment where an industrial switch, it's like this switch sits inside a cabinet mm. that cooks all day or maybe I have wash down areas. You know, there's there's stratic switches that are capable of... of uh, on machine. Dealing, yeah, on machine. Oh. So it's, it's made for the factory floor versus a data center, right? Huh. But it also has some intelligence, right, that would be... Uh, that would that would help it be more familiar to to manage than a traditional Cisco IE switch because from a controls tech perspective they're not familiar with how to how to write CLI or command line interface right. uh, to manage it right they want to use Studio five thousand and right. with with Stratic switches you can you can do either right you're an IT guy you want to use CLI great fantastic you can do that. Um, if you're a controls tech that needs to get some some data out of it using your familiar Studio 5000 software, fantastic! I can do that too. Yep. Right? Yeah, with your add-on profiles, yep. I can I can use my Logic software to manage it. Yep. Um, that's what you know the the difference between the two. But you know the the Cisco switch doesn't have that that feature. So. All right. Last but not least, if you hear a customer say one or some of the following words phrases, how would you reply? Just so focus on the keywords. If you hear keywords like CAT5E, unmanaged switches, OM1 fiber optic. I'm going to stop right there first off because this is probably like 12 different words here. So let's let's kind of break this down. CAT5E, what does that mean? Is that a bad thing? Well, the as far as the whole list there, Brandon, that we would, that you could go through, mm -hmm. basically if you hear any of these, it's older technology. Okay. And... You know, and, and in my answer down there, I, th I think, uh, hey, if, if you're a account manager, you should be like licking your chops here because your customers got some old stuff. Okay. Right? So then to continue then, I left off at uh, OM1 fiber optic cable, uh, control net, 10 megabit, Windows remote desktop access, spreadsheet, handwritten <laughs> recording. 
No passwords needed. Still needs Windows XP. Unshielded twisted pair. So the list goes on, but to Jeff's point, it's all based on a antiquated way of thinking. Right, right. right. So any of these brings opportunity to uh, you know help the customer get into a, uh, a newer, more modern system that's going to be scalable, right? These, a lot of the things that you talked about here that the phrases and words, Brandon, are things that um, they're not scalable. You know, they're not going to have a long, a long-term life to them. So we want to get in there and, hey, Mr. Customer, you, you talked about um, still needing Windows XP, okay? You probably have some old uh, controller software that, you know, that you need, that, that's why you need the Windows XP, which means you probably have some really old controllers, which means that, you know, are any of those end of life, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a modernization option there. Um, but why, why, why jump? I mean, why would a customer be like, it's working for me now, why jump into this new stuff? Well, each like one you of said, those... said, it's expensive, right? Each one of those has a, has a reason. you got to have a reason, right? I mean, why do I want to spend this money? So back onto that, it's like, well, this controller, for example, is, is not available from Rockwell. The only place you can get it is out on eBay or something like that, and you're going to pay... In fact, I just talked to a customer the other day that spent on a, on a slick... I don't remember which one, but he goes, yeah, I, still get those, he goes, I, I spent 15,000 bucks out on eBay for one of those. And it's like, he said, I could have modernized and done it cheaper and better. But I, you know, I didn't have my, con my controls guys, the guys who manage it weren't ready for that. So it's like, you know, that's fine. So as they bring this stuff up, let's that, talk about training. Let's was that Bob just hoarding slicks in his basement? Yeah, I don't know. Just charging where, where a ton of money. <laughs> But that's, but that's what, what we're talking about with this here is that customers probably got some older equipment um, and, and maybe Bob's about ready to retire. He's going, see you guys. Good luck with those old slicks. You know, it's like, well, wait, Bob, we need, to have, we need to modernize before Bob walks out the door so we know how to take care of this stuff, right? And that's what a lot of those are is, is better ways of doing things. Unshielded twisted pair. Hey, maybe you need shielded because you have a, you know, a, a high voltage uh, installation that you know, that I have to be aware of. Um, no network management. Or what is network management? Okay, let's talk. Because guess what? Everything's going Ethernet, right, Mr. Customer? How are you going to manage all that? So any one of those has a story behind it um, that if a customer says that, something's going on and there's an opportunity there for both, the, you know, our account managers to, to uh, work some sales, their sales magic, and to help the customer out and help modernize and, and make their factory floor better. So, how'd I do? Cool. How did I do on that? You did on that question. Just in, in general. Just in general. Um, not a hundred percent, but okay. that's okay. You're improving. Okay. You're learning. You you took some content from the last podcast, and you I, I am you, learning. You applied it here, so that, oh. that's fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are just uh, you know just I don't know just being so nice to me right now. It's yeah. fantastic. Wait till later until we're off. <laughs> No, I thought it was good. Um, that's good stuff. Uh, I think at least more people need to know about it. I didn't know anything about this. I, I know broad stuff on Connected Enterprise. I, I keep parents like, oh, we got it. These customers have to get into them connected and do all this and IoT, and I have no idea what's going on. It's like right. I and just uh, know people are supposed to. And our account managers, I mean, we have such opportunity out there because nobody's, nobody's out talking like that question 10 there. <clears throat> you know, our competitors aren't out there talking to – 
um, you know, their their factories that maybe they have customers and about this stuff. I mean, this yes. is a great way to to hey, Mr. Customer, let's let's modernize, let's let's start moving with this stuff. And so there's opportunity for the customer to to improve, and opportunity for account managers to say, hey, you guys are you, you, this is exclusive. You guys, nobody's out doing this. You know, be be first, get there first. Be first. Get there first. That's how we're ending this. Winner. Man, that's going to be on. Put on a shirt. Be first. Get there first. (laughs) Brand new podcast. That's next podcast, right? (laughs) The Industrial Solutions Network of CED. Heck yeah. I I do love that, by the way. Be first. Get there first. There you go. Heck yeah. It's a new model. Hey, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. We're here with Jeff and Brandon and me, Justin. Until next time. Bye. Au revoir. See ya.